We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So final seconds with this victory, which is going to be a 24-point win, most likely the Knicks will get in to the quarterfinals. It's not confirmed yet. The other games have to officially end, but it's looking good for Tom Thibodeau and the Knicks to make it into the in-season tournament quarterfinals. Okie dokie. Um, well, uh, first and foremost, good Knicks win. Interesting Knicks win. Um, bit of a roller coaster ride. Only the Knicks, only the Knicks could get out to a 16 point first quarter lead, end up winning the game by 26 points, and have, I don't know, a solid hour of absolutely uh, sending their uh, fans to the liquor cabinet somewhere in between. Maybe more than an hour, more like an hour and a half, if we're being honest. Uh, not that it takes much to get me to the uh, the old the old liquor cabinet. Um, so we're gonna talk about the game uh, shortly, but and apologies in advance to uh, people listening to this in podcast form on um, Wednesday or whenever, um, or watching, you know, uh, other than when we're doing the live stream, which is right now. But I am going to quickly set the scene for where we are at um, with this in season tournament. Uh, thing which I I, I am I got to admit I'm, I'm kind of into now. The reason I well let's just open by saying the Knicks are in. So for anybody who doesn't know the rules of this thing, um, the NBA and there's this first ever in season tournament in which the winner will get whatever the NBA Cup is. I think it's just called the NBA Cup, the David Stern Cup, whatever. Um, which it seems like teams really care about. Um. So they're in. They're in the quarterfinals. Eight of the 30 teams advance. The Knicks will be one of those eight teams. Congratulations to them. Uh, and they will advance for sure by virtue of the fact that they kicked the snot out of the Hornets from the middle of the third quarter until the end of the game. And their point differential is is out of control enough to the point where they are, again, going to advance to the quarters. What is uncertain right now is who they will play and where they will play, perhaps uh, just as importantly. So. Um, and if you could, if you're wondering why, if you're watching live, I keep turning uh, to the right. Uh, it's because I have the Milwaukee Miami game on, which is currently live on TNT. As I am speaking into this microphone right now, there are five and a half minutes left in this game, and Milwaukee is up by two. Here is what it st- is at stake in this game. If Miami wins this game, which by the way they are playing without Jimmy Butler, Jimmy Butler sat out, sitting out with an ankle injury. Miami just tied the game, by the way. Um. If Miami wins this game, uh, the Knicks are going to host a quarterfinal game in this in-season tournament against whom we don't yet know. 
that will, I believe, depend on uh, point differential and and maybe some other tiebreakers. I frankly don't don't know. Um, if the Miami Heat lose this game to the Milwaukee Bucks, who by the way have like their guys, uh, then the Knicks will go to Milwaukee to face uh, the Bucks in Milwaukee. And that will mean that they will play the Bucks. I'm fairly certain for a fifth time this season, which brings me back to the point that I was making before, which is that I, as we were coming down the stretch of this thing, and it was very clear that like, you know, the Knicks were going to be in the, in the running to get a spot and point differential would matter. I did find myself a little conflicted because I, you know, people who've been watching me for a while know me very well by now. Like, I don't, I don't care about nonsense. Um, I I want the Knicks to win as many games as possible. That's all I care about because I want them to get the highest seed possible. I want them to have the best chance to play, uh, you know, a, a, a playoff opponent that they could potentially, you know, get a round off of all all of the things that I don't need. Whatever I don't need to talk. And and my my fear is that if they advance to the in season tournament quarterfinal thing, they're gonna make their lives more difficult. I mean, I know the Bucs have not had a great year. They've won a lot of games. They've won a lot of close games. Um, but they're still a freaking dangerous team that can put up a lot of points, and you'd be going to play them on their home floor. And then after that, and I haven't seen any firm reporting on this, but my understanding is that if the Knicks lose that game, and then the, at that point they would uh, then play a, um, a consolation game of some kind, I think against another one of the teams that made the quarterfinals of the in-season tournament that did not advance to the semis. I don't, I've seen firm reporting, but my assumption, that would be my assumption, right? And again, in theory, all the teams that are making it to this point are good teams. So, you know, it's like, it's cool. I like that they, I, I, there's a part, I'm excited. Obviously, I'm excited. I have a smile on my face. I'm excited that they make it. I'm happy they made it. You know, it, it'll it the atmosphere for that game. I mean, God forbid if that game's at Madison Square Garden, it's going to be uh, it's going to be crazy. Um, you know, but even if we're we're all sitting here watching the game on on TV and it's in Milwaukee, that's going to be a, a really cool thing too. And we're going to be rooting our our little our little cojones off for uh, for the Knicks and for them to advance in this thing and win this stupid cup and the whole thing. So that's where we're at right now. Um, We'll get back to that if and when. Uh, well, no, I mean we'll get back to that when this when this Miami Bucks game is decided, which I I believe is again tied after it looks like uh, Giannis is it's a some kind of block charge situation with Bam Adebayo. Okay, um, this game this game was uh, an interesting game. Uh, <laughs> as I as so I so it was funny. We had shout out to all the people who come to the newsletter subscriber halftime Zoom that I do for most games. Um, I love doing those things. It's it's always a lot of fun. Uh, my my homeboy and my homegirl, uh, Ray Marcano and uh, and Jessica, both were in agreement that they were they were feeling more consternation than me at halftime. They were both feeling like you know I, I don't I don't know I don't love how the Knicks are playing in this first half. I actually was feeling pretty positive. I thought they came out of this game as Breen referenced many times. I thought they moved the ball well. I thought their defensive effort for the most part was really strong. And they were sloppy with the ball for sure. They had eight turnovers in the first half. But overall, given the fact that, as I said to Jeremy on the pod today, they've played like one, maybe one and a half really good quarters in their last three games. I, I think I was kind of grading on a curve. It was like, it was good to see them making an effort to do the things that make them successful. 
even if um, it only resulted in a nine point lead against a uh, Charlotte Hornet team missing LaMelo ball. Um, and then they come out in the third quarter and all of the bad shit that they have been leaning into over the last several games and that they showed signs of in the first half, they started really leaning into all that stuff. Um, poor contests on three point shots. Uh, yes, more of those poor three point contests were the result of, uh, of, of one person um, than others, perhaps. And uh, it's also the person that did something he's never done before in his NBA career tonight. As far as the stat line goes, we'll get back to him in a minute. So like there was a legitimate worry. There was a, I think it was a one point game at one, at one point in the third quarter. And then the Knicks did what we've kind of, kind of come to expect them to do over the last year and change, which is for the last year, because they really didn't turn it around until the 23 game mark of last season. Um, They made their push and they put the terrible team away. And how did they do it? They like bared down on defense, crossed their T's, dotted their I's. Not coincidentally, the the cleaning up their their messes on defense uh, started right around the time Emmanuel quickly checked into the game. And not only Emmanuel quickly checked into the game, but Josh Hart checked into the game. And uh, he's the player of the game, in my mind, without question. With all due respect to Julius Randle putting up the first 2020 game of his career, this was Josh Hart um, acknowledging the, f- I think, what do I know? I think this was Josh Hart acknowledging the fact that his comments to the Knicks beat uh, writer, you know, the, the pool reporters, uh, all, the, all the Knicks beat guys um, yesterday about how he's feeling a little, I forget what his exact words were, but like, you know, left out of the offense, I think were, were his words. Well, there was there's certainly truth to that. And like Benji had a great, great tweet tonight, which put some numbers on the reality of Josh Hart's season, which is that not only is he seeing the ball less like his role really has changed and he doesn't get a chance to do a lot of the stuff that he did last year. But I what I was going to say is I think tonight's an acknowledgement by Josh Hart of the fact that like, man, Josh Hart's role is whatever Josh Hart is going to make his role. He is that sort of player. He brings that sort of energy. He brings that sort of activity with him, or he can bring it with him every time he steps on the basketball court. And he did that tonight, and you saw it. And when Josh Hart puts his mind to it, he cannot be contained, and he cannot be corralled. And he is the guy that over the last 20-whatever games of last season, and certainly over the playoffs, for the most part over the playoffs, um, became a guy who the Knicks were like, well, we have to keep him here. Not that I think there was ever any doubt about that, but they obviously paid him a very large contract, very, very large contract for a guy who's been kind of a career, you know, sort of starter, sort of bench player who, who doesn't like to shoot. Um, tonight, he reminded everybody why they gave him that contract. He could single handedly turn a game on his on its head with his activity at both ends of the floor. Um, and I was thinking about it. You know, I do the stars of the game for the newsletter. I don't think I've given Josh Hart one one star this season. Maybe there was one and I'm forgetting about it, but like we're 16 games into the year. And this was a guy that like, he may not have, uh, as by the way, Miami is not down four with a minute and a half to go. Um, this was a guy that like basically every game he played for the Knicks after the trade last year, I, there was an argument that he was one of the best, the three most impactful players in the game. And after a while, it was just like, well, I guess this is just what Josh Hart is. So 
Um, I, maybe he wasn't acknowledged as much, but he was awesome. And he, that version of Josh Hart is what we saw tonight. So uh, fantastic stuff by him. Uh, really was the player of the game. I, I did think he, he, he made the difference. Finished with 17 points, uh, six rebounds, two assists, a steal, and a block for good measure. And uh, dude is uh, plus 25 in 30 minutes. That's that's pretty indicative of, of I think, how he played. Um, we go a couple different directions from there. I mentioned quickly already, I thought he was kind of instrumental into them flipping the switch, in them flipping the switch in the third quarter. Uh, 23 points, 9 to 20 from the field, 4 to 10 from deep. Just a really solid, quickly game all around. Uh, it, again, it's just all of the messes get cleaned up when he's in there. And uh, I have something that I'm going to write write for a uh, a newsletter later this week about like like this notion of like trying to get him more minutes, or is it? Do you start him? Do you have him coming off the bench sooner? Like all these different things. Played 26 minutes tonight. You know, it's like you look at him and you look at what he does, and you're like. How could he only play 26 minutes? That's his average this season. He plays the average is 26 minutes. Um, it's a fair question, and it's a fair gripe for anybody who has that gripe. And uh, he he was certainly awesome. Um, I, I, Grimes, good to see. I only hit, uh, only took three uh, threes, hit two of them. I thought they were on nice. I, I, I liked, I thought he took a step forward in this game. I'll say that. Um, RJ, off night shooting, three of 13. Three of 13 from the field, but got to the line nine times, made all nine free throws. So you like to see that. Some good, some bad with RJ. Uh, Brunson, I thought, made an effort to distribute. I, I have to give him some praise here. I sent a tweet out about it early in the game, and I'll do it again now. Guy had a streak of 20-point games, however many he had. They mentioned it on the broadcast in the trivia question. Forget the 20-point game streak. He's been as good as any player. Like Offensively, he's been good as any player in the NBA over the last two weeks. The dude's been unconscious. He went out and took nine shots tonight. And to me, at least, seemed to make a conscious effort to get his teammates involved until when it got down to nut-cutting time in the third quarter. And guess who had a couple baskets when it was really getting close? Jalen Brunson. So if you want to know what type of leader Jalen Brunson is, where I'm sure he looked at the situation and was like, huh, um, we're not doing dick this year if some of the guys that are playing around me don't get themselves right. And I think he made an effort to get certain guys right. Um, Mitch ended up with six blocks. Uh, cool to see him have a high block game, although he had some some iffy moments on the offensive end. Uh, hands, Mitch, hands. And uh, uh, the only, uh, let's finish with Randall. Uh, we'll finish with Randall. So Randall, there's Randall's stat line. 25 points on 8 of 15 shooting. Two of seven from three, got to the line eight times, made seven, 20 rebounds, 16 defensive, four offensive, five assists, two steals, four turnovers. The turnovers, three of those were in the first half and they were a little annoying. Um, maybe Andrew could look it up as we're, as I'm doing this. I don't know how many Knicks in history have had a 25, 25 assist game, 25 points, 20 rebounds, five assists. I'm sure there's not many. And, you know, just like the third quarter against Phoenix, you watch Randall do his thing when he's going, when he's rolling, and it, it it's it's you understand. I, I mean, I've, I've I've talked about this so many times this year. I don't want to be, repeat myself, but like you get it. He did it again tonight. Like man, when that dude gets rolling, ain't nobody you could stop him. Truly, like maybe a couple guys in the league. That's it. Um, it is a sight to behold, which is why 
when you see him guarding Miles Bridges on the perimeter and it's a I think it was a six point game at the time or a five point game or whatever it was a close game and he's like deciding to play preseason level defense by like again there's no screen to navigate in that situation there's no like hey, I'm all the way in the paint the guy has the ball in the corner I'm really going to expend energy to get out there and contest a shot that was what we saw the other night no, it's like this dude's right out there. He's right there. I could either give a strong contest or I could give a shitty contest. And like it's those it's those little decisions um where you know you 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 look at the folks who 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 call out the Randall haters and whatnot. And I'm like, man, I get that night like probably 80% of the time. Randall's one of those guys of the twenty percent where it's like, if you watch him play every night, you you can't fully blame the people who are like, I just don't like this dude, and I do not like watching him play basketball, and I have a really really hard time ever embracing him as a part a, a, a potential part of a winning core. Not saying I'm there. I'm not saying I'm there, but like, there it's like we're not making this up. You know, we we're not imagining this. This is real thing. These are real things that are going on. And yet all the people who are in the where are the haters at now camp are going to listen to me say what I'm saying right now and be like, you fool. He just had 25 and 20 and five. What the fuck are you wasting your breath about talking about a, a poor contest? And to their to their credit, there are other stars all around the league who give shitty contests every night. Randall's not the only one. It just stands out here. Because nobody else does that shit. Not under, not on the Thibodeau Knicks. That's why it stands out. That's why it drives people up a wall. So, you know, um, it is what it is. <laughs> you know, I have nothing else to say about it. Uh, two, two last things before we, um, before, oh, it looks like Mo, so Milwaukee's up five now with 38 seconds to go. It looks like they were trying to shit the bed, but Apparently not. So as of now, it looks like the Knicks will be going to Milwaukee. Um, GMAC coming through with big in the clutch. Here are the other Knicks to put up 25 points, 20 rebounds, and get five assists. Walt Bellamy did it um, four times. Good good player, that Walt Bellamy. Ray Felix did it once. David Lee did it twice. <laughs> How you doing, David Lee? Bob McAdoo did it twice. And Willis Reed did it four times. Um, so not bad. Uh, a couple of guys who won MVP. Walt Bellamy, who's a Hall of Famer, and then uh, David Lee and, and Ray Felix. Nice, nice company to be in there. It's a pretty nice company. So good job by Julius Randle. Good game from Julius. It, this is a night where the good certainly outweighs the bad. I'm not. I, I want to be very clear about that. Um, the good outweighs the bad tonight, and the good outweighs the bad most of the time. Uh, I just, I do want to just at least give credence to to those people who are you know, are, are, are standing on that island and they're like, man, come on. It's really frustrating to watch this guy sometimes. It is. It is. Okay. I don't have anything else. Uh, I'll give you a final on the Bucks heat game uh, when I can, but it looks like as of right now, as I said, this should be going to Milwaukee. So let us get to, oh, first, let us get to our sponsor, AG1. What's up, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about AG1. 
Going into this season, I decided it was time to make a change. My digestion didn't feel its best. I felt sluggish, stressed, didn't feel as focused, and knew I needed to do something different. So I decided to give AG1 a try because I wanted better gut health, a boost in energy, and I hated taking pills or vitamins. Well, when I started drinking AG1 daily, not only could I see a difference in my daily health, but I finally had energy and noticed how much more relaxed and focused I was. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs, such as gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to evaluate your baseline health. Fun fact, I recommended AG1 to all my friends, family, and Mrs. Claudio. We drink AG1 first thing in the morning to make sure we have the energy needed to take on a busy day. There's no debate, AG1 AG1 is the supplement I trust to provide the support my body needs daily. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash filmschool. That's drink. That's drinkag1.com slash filmschool. Check it out. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Our drinking game tonight, uh, which 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 um, I, I I can do, is Vegas. So anytime anybody talks about Vegas for any reason whatsoever, you talk about Glitter Gulch. You talk about obviously the in season tournament, which officially the Knicks will be going to Milwaukee. Milwaukee just won the game. Um, anytime we go to, we were mentioned in Vegas, uh, Vegas baby. Vegas, which the Knicks, by the way, are not guaranteed to go to Vegas. They have to, they have to win that game. Uh, if they win, they go to Vegas. So that's just that's a fun thing. Okay, here we go. Busy. Doctor Jekyll showed up today. Uh, guy, Mister Hyde had his last had his fill last game. <laughs> I don't know. I thought we got a little of both. I thought we got a little of both. Um, there was there was a, again more good than bad. More good than bad, but but the but the good on, on a night where it's like you just got to put away a crappy Hornets team, um, you 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 take certainly this version of Julius every day of the week. It's it's against the better teams where it could be a, a little frustrating. But yeah, tonight he was good. Tonight he was good. Thanks, busy Robert Cross. Big effort from Julius in a must-win game for the mini chip. I think you meant chip. 
Bully Randall is the best version of number 30. Hashtag 53 wins. Look at Robert Cross bringing the positive Julius Randall energy to the post game. I love it. Um, Good stuff. Yeah, I, I thought he improved his effort there. At a certain point, he got the steal. He scored, I think, four consecutive points uh, there to make it 60-55 after the, the Hornets have cut it to one. You know, it, still the, the the bad contest I was referencing game after that. But no, nah, he, he was good tonight. He was good for the most part. Robert Cross with another one. Uh, first time, long time. It's your boy, John. IQ must like Vegas as much as I do. Hashtag 53 wins. I'm a little, I'm a little afraid to know what what you would do in, in Vegas, Robert. Are you a gambling man? Uh, oh, in Vegas. Yes, here we go. Shout out AG1. Um, are you a... Are you a peruser of the nightlife? Knowing you like I do, I don't think that's... I don't think that's the your your game. Probably, probably just spend like six hours at the blackjack table, if I had to guess. Or maybe you're a slots guy. I could see you being a slots guy. Thanks, Robert. Uh, one more from Robert. This is for the legend of GMAC. Can we rent out a floor of rooms at the Venetian for the in-season tournament when the Knicks raise the mini chip? Hashtag 53 wins. Uh, Andrew is saying no. By the way, Andrew's not coming on camera tonight. He's a little under the weather. Um, if anybody's wondering, normally he would he would come on and and uh, give us grace us with his presence. Um, man, if the Knicks if the Knicks advance to the semis of this thing. That'd be freaking cool. That'd be really cool. I don't know who the hell they'd play. I guess they would play the winner of uh, Andrew. Maybe you could check in on that for me. I'm 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 guessing at this point it's uh, Pacers Celtics. Uh, talk about like if you beat the Bucks, you either play the Pacers and Obi Toppin or your longtime rival, the Boston Celtics, for the right to go to the to the in season tournament final. I think that's. That's who's playing in the in the other. Um, yeah, Celtics at Pacers. There you go. And then one West quarterfinalist said, I should also know this is per Tim Bontemps, the Suns at Lakers. So that's a fun game. That's a fun game. Um, okay. Thank you, Robert. Uh, Colin Reardon, what's going on, Colin? If a star, any team ever gets seriously hurt in these IST stat pad minutes, there will be a lot of talk, to be honest. I like everything else about it, though. Um, yeah, I'm. I don't know. I think. Look, I. I give the Knicks or the Knicks. I give the league a lot of credit for trying this. I think it's a good idea. I think. Look, there's always a possibility, but like, I I don't know. I. Sure. Yeah, I mean that's fair. That's fair. And maybe one of the things that they look at moving forward is whether point differential should be the the as big a tiebreaker as it is, because clearly a lot of players have have voiced some displeasure over that in some of these games. I'll be I can't, I mean, I'm I'm all eyes on the car wreck that is the Chicago Bulls, but like I, I'd be curious to hear comments from their locker room after this game in which apparently the Celtics were like fouling Andre Drummond to put him on the line late and whatnot, like just utterly embarrassing the Bulls. Not that that's very hard these days, but um, you know, you raise a fair point. I I don't know. I, I, 
I don't know if the league is as worried about that. My, to me, the nightmare scenario for the league is like, imagine you had a, a in-season tournament quarterfinal or a semifinal game and like some player gets like, not hurt, hurt, but like, I don't know, like kind of, kind of dinged up. Like they could go, like they would go if it was a playoff game and they sit out the game and then the team loses and it's like, man, this is supposed to matter. And essentially like, what, what if it, what if a team gets like to the advances and, and treats it essentially like the Miami heat treated it tonight, which was like, we don't give a shit about this thing. Like, I'm not gonna, I don't want to try, I don't want to cast aspersions on Jimmy Butler. Like, maybe Jimmy Butler was really hurt, but like, you're telling me if this was a playoff game, Jimmy Butler wasn't gonna go. Come on, so we'll, we'll see. Thanks, Colin. Uh, Robert Cross with another one. Is it fair and reasonable to say it's your boy John that you will be in Vegas? Shout out, AG1. In early December. If so, could we break bad at a local Waffle House? Hashtag 53 wins. I haven't been to Waffle House in a long freaking time. And if I, uh, the next time I go to Vegas, there's only one mainstay stop for me in Vegas, and that's to the, uh, the In N Out Burger um, there because I'm a sucker. There's other great stuff in Vegas too. Um, there's, uh, there's, there's, a few, there's a few good spots. Uh, I, do, I will not be making it to Vegas. This time around, and it's it's a shame because I have family in Vegas. I have free place to stay, but it's just it's too too crazy. Not this year, maybe next year. Uh, another one from Robert. Disappointed that Captain Kickball failed to deliver IST breakdowns live during tonight's game. <laughs> He's sl- is slipping too much focus on his job. Hashtag fifty three wins, man. The people who were who actually went and figured all that shit out. Timmy Bontemps, John Hollinger. I think there were probably a few other people. Godspeed to them because I did not care enough to do it. You know, not that I really had the time, but like, yeah, I really didn't care. Uh, man, it's a lot of Robert Cross tonight. First time, long time. It's your boy, John. Thank you for all the support, Robert. Thinking on what show tickets to get, uh, Big Thread Ben in Vegas, Cirque O or Blue. I think you mean Blue Man Group. Your take, hashtag 53 wins. Um, shout out AG1. Um, what would I see in Vegas? What should Big Thread Ben see in Vegas? I, a very quick story. My, my wife, uh, when we had our first uh, child, it was strenuous, as anybody who's ever had a kid knows. So um, I decided uh, when, our, when our youngest was three months old, uh, I was going to surprise my wife with uh, a an overnight trip. Literally, I think we stayed one night in Vegas so we could go see Britney Spears. Uh, my wife absolutely adores Britney Spears. So we went, saw Britney, went out, woke up the next morning. I think we got on a plane that afternoon, and it was uh, fucking fantastic. Let me tell you. So I would, we would probably, I would want to, I would, I would forget all that nonsense you said. Like is like, what what musical act is playing? That would be cool. Thanks, Robert. Anthony Sixto, Knicks, first in-season champ. I don't know why, but I want that. Hashtag number three seed. Yeah, I mean, I you don't have to say, like, I don't know why. I, of course you'd want that. Like, who the hell wouldn't want that? Like, if, if I knew they were going to win the freaking thing, that would be awesome. But I think this game in Milwaukee is going to be really hard. 
Um, they're gonna have to travel, and like for like, are we sure they're gonna play a a home? Like, if they lose, are we sure that next game is gonna be a home game? I again, I don't, I I have no idea. Um, but. Uh, we'll see. I hope they win. I hope they kick the shit out of Milwaukee. Milwaukee has been extraordinarily vulnerable. They almost lost tonight to a Miami team without Jimmy Butler. They were down by 26 to a Portland team that Portland team that is abjectly terrible. And yet you look up and they're I don't know what their record is They're but they're like they have a really good record. It's because they find a way to win these close games because they have Damian Lillard, you know, and um and some other some other good players. So I think the Knicks are gonna have their work cut out for them. I think it's, it's gonna be a really tough game. Thanks, Anthony. Jessica, what's going on, Jess? Since it costs a lot to win and even more to lose, you and me bound to spend some time wondering what to choose. Goes to show you don't ever know. Watch each card you play and play it slow. Hashtag let's go Vegas. Let's go Vegas Knicks. Sure, let's go Vegas Knicks. Um Great lyric. I like it. I think it's appropriate for the night. Um, I hope they make it to Vegas, and I hope we could all... You know what I'm going to do if they make it to Vegas? Here's going to be my contribution to the pot. We'll go back and watch Ocean's Eleven, which is one of my favorite movies. My favorite Vegas movie, for sure. And uh, cheers. Thanks, Jessica. Uh, Bolivar Valdeveso, thank you for the contribution. Appreciate it, man. Robert Cross, another one. Do you think Chris Percy and his parents will let him go to Vegas, or does he have to graduate high school first? Hashtag fifty three wins. I think Chris is twenty one. I think, but he's busy doing games for uh, for Fordham. He's a bi- he's big time now. So anyway, uh, cheers to Vegas. Uh, drinking a lot tonight. Shout out AG1 once again, our friendly sponsors for this game or this post game. Uh, on. this was much needed. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like a shower after camping. I have to tell a quick story, but I'm going to read the rest of the comment first. Hopefully tonight hel- helps Josh Hart find his rhythm moving forward. Uh, Juanan, I always love your comments because they're always you. You always like key in on the moment, but I always feel like you also appreciate the bigger picture. If this game gets Josh Hart going, it will have been as important as any game that they have won this year, without question. And you know what? If it gets Randall going too, again, I didn't love everything we saw from Randall tonight. I liked enough of it. Um, but can you ever feel truly confident that, like, uh, you know, uh, Julius is like? If he is going to be on, like whatever path he's on, he's going to be there for good. No, he's 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 a wild man. Um, anyway, uh, he looked great. Also, your thoughts on chasing Kuzma, Quentin Grimes, Evan, and and Washington's first. Uh, okay, quick camping thing. I went. We were at East this weekend, and we went to like one of these like Christmas festival things and it was really cold and I was not dressed appropriately so I was uh, standing by like one of these fire pits and my I've never smelled like such ass as after I stood by this thing for, and I didn't even I was stand, stood by it for like 5-10 minutes oh my god um, is that the same smell that you have or is it the is the camping smell different because 
that's just like you not showering after several days. Maybe it's a different smell. I don't know. But I did not like how I smelled after that. Um, Kuzma. I've mentioned Kuzma before. We've talked about Kuzma a little bit on the pod. He's he's like strangely interesting to me. He's one of these guys I think gets a certain reputation, but like he could defend, he could shoot, he could score. Like he's long. He could play some three. You know, um he could be your backup four, right? Like like I think Kuzma would help this team. I think he'd be good on this team. I don't know that I love having another guy in the starting five who is really used to having the ball. And like, to me, that's another one of these, like there's just, there's going to be too many cooks in the kitchen. Um, it, it, again, we're assuming uh, Brunson, RJ Kuzma and Randall right now. Doesn't mean that has to stay that way. Doesn't mean you can't make adjustments moving forward, you know, but like, that's a lot of, that's a lot of guys who, need, who want the ball for sure. Uh, so what are you trading for Kuzma? You bring him off the bench. Like, eh, I don't know about that. It's, you know, and then you still got IQ here. So now you're adding another ball dominant guy. You're keeping IQ. I just don't know if, if that's the move, especially if you're giving up Quentin Grimes, who I know he hasn't had a great year, but like, you want to talk about selling really low on Quentin Grimes. That would be, that would be trading Quentin Grimes if he's playing like this, and if he starts finding his game and being the guy that we thought we were going to see this year, well, then all of a sudden, I'm not sure I want to trade Quentin Grimes for Kyle's, Kyle Kuzma. Um, and then the last thing I just want to say, and I've, I've touched on this before, I don't know how like gung-ho the Wizards are going to be to like get that pick back. I think we see from the Wizards this year that they are they are on the verge of like, this is not going to be a one-year thing. Like This is going to be years. And so I would not be shocked if the Wizards internally are like, yeah, we feel pretty confident that th- that pick is never going to drop out of the, uh, I think the last year it's top eight protected, right? Like, we feel pretty confident that that pick's never going to drop out of the top eight. So, like, we're, we're cool giving you two second round picks in 2020, whatever the fuck, 2027 and 2028 or whatever whatever they are. Um, that's my quick take on Kuzma. I reserve the right to change because Kuzma's really good and I like him. I think he's a good player. I think he can help teams win. He has helped a team win. He's helped a team win a freaking championship. Thanks, Juna. It's a good question. Uh, Connor, I was an in-season tournament skeptic before. After tonight, I am the tournament's biggest fan. Still not comparable to soccer without other leagues. Um, yeah, that's fair. Uh, I, I've, I, look, I said this before the first game. If it comes down to it and like we're like right there and like, you know, and there's like other games going on that matter. Like I'm going to be into it. And I was into it. I was definitely into it tonight. I'm still conflicted. You know, I'm still conflicted. Um, Yeah. Barbara Brocker mentioned this and, and the New York, uh, New York basketball Twitter account just retweeted like they're going to play the Bucks five times this year. I don't think any other, right. I don't think any, any other team is going to, like how many? Uh, the most you play teams now is four times in the regular schedule. So like, you know, the Bucks are freaking good, and you're playing them in Milwaukee. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Jossel focused. Can't believe I'm rooting for the Heat to win right now. I'm sorry it didn't work out. I w- I mean that would I would have been a 
million times more excited if the Knicks were hosting this thing. Um, I'm still kind of excited, but you know, uh, glad the Knicks did what they had to do. RJ getting to the line a ton and being uh, perfect at the line. Um, W a T T B a. I have no idea what that means. Andrew can inform me. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I'm I'm a little I'm worried about RJ at this point. Some of those looks around the basket. Um, oh, what a time to be alive! Thank you. Um, again, I, I I quoted the numbers in today's next film school newsletter. After tonight, he's going to be shooting the same at the basket as he was last year. He's much worse in the short mid range than he was last year. Uh, the thing that has propped up his overall efficiency and like, you know, our I think in large part our our uh, opinion of of him taking a step forward this year is the three point shooting among other things. He was one of four from three tonight, so that continues to creep down since he's come back. Um, was the how was like the defense has been great. Let's 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 again give him credit. I thought he played outstanding defense tonight. Outstanding defense, which was if I had to pick my one thing, my one thing that would come around before this season, I would have picked defense. And he's he's kept that up. Um, the decision making, I you know, I, I I thought tonight it was okay. Just you know, hopefully he gets a little bit better around the rim. But again, as you say. Get to the line nine times. It makes up for a lot of ills. Like there's been a ton of Trey Young games, right? Where he finishes like, you know, three for 17 and gets like 25 points. Like this wasn't quite to that level, but, you know, 16 points on 13 shots is like, okay, you live with it, right? You live with it. Thanks, John. Busy. John, your opening monologue about why you don't want the Knicks to be in the tournament is loser talk. The Knicks can hold their own against good teams. Of course they can hold their own against good teams. I'm not saying they can't hold their own against good teams. I'm also acknowledging the fact that they are two and six against teams with winning records this year. That's not great. It's not great. They have beaten the snot out of all the bad teams. And against the good teams, they've mostly lost. Um but they're in all of these games. Like and the games they haven't been in, I think there's been like, you know, they they weren't in the Pelicans game back to back. They didn't have any legs. Even the Wolves and the Wolves game was the fifth game of a five-game road trip, right? So even if you want to throw those two if you want to throw those two games out, I'm comfortable with it. The only other game where they really got their doors kind of blown off late was the Boston game, and they were in the Boston game until the beginning of the fourth quarter, and then Boston just like, you know, pumped pumped on the gas. Um but they've been in every one of these other games against these good teams. They just haven't won as many as you would have liked. I'm sure it's going to be a great game against the Bucks. I can see the Knicks winning it. But like, if you're asking me, and again, I don't, it's meaningless to talk about because we don't know who they would have played. But if you're telling me like, if they, if the point differential didn't work out in their favor and they would play, you know, two games during the in-season tournament week against the... I actually kind of want to try to figure out right now who they would likely play those games against. Let me put it this way. (laughs) There are five bad teams 
in the East. The Pistons, the Wizards, the Bulls, the Hornets, and the and the Raptors. Like, I don't know. Wouldn't the odds have been that they would have played at least one of those teams once? Or you want to throw the Nets in there and you want to throw the Hawks in there? They've played the Hawks a ton already. So throw the Nets in there, right? Like, I feel like the odds are that they would have played at least one of those teams once. Now they're not going to get that game. They're going to get, pro- I mean, or unless I'm wrong and unless I don't understand the rules of this thing, and unless if they lose to Milwaukee, they, they, may play a team that didn't even make the, the, the tournament. I don't know. So maybe I'm talking out of my ass, which I shouldn't do. But I just, I want to make the playoffs. I love the in-season tournament. It's a cool thing. I want to make the playoffs. I want to get a top six seed. And I feel like in the East this year, with how good some of these other teams are doing, I think every win's going to matter. That's all I'm at. That's, that's where I'm at. That's all. Robert Cross. Madman, Robert Cross is. Legend of GMAC. If the Knicks win the mini chip, can we broadcast? I hate that you're calling this thing the mini chip. Can we broadcast an emergency live stream outside the sphere? If so, I will get DJ Pauly to spin uh, hashtag 53 wins. I don't know who DJ Pauly is. Uh, also, no. Cheers to you, though, Robert. Am I supposed to know who DJ Pauly is? J- from the Jersey Shore. Oh, yeah, he was a DJ. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Key Hooper then. What's going on, Key Hooper? Not much to take away from games against bad teams. I disagree. I'll get back to that in a second. Uh, cathartic drubbing, drubbing is trick to let Julius Randle cook bad teams. Let Jalen Brunson cook good ones. Keep Julius Randle happy. I- no, because they need Julius Randle to beat good teams. Like the Knicks will not beat... And here... Speaking of playing good teams, the Knicks will not beat any good team if they get the version of Julius Randle that we've gotten for most of this year. So I think it's more like get Julius Randle going however way you can. Tonight, they happen to play a bad team. After the kind of the few games he's been having, I don't think it mattered who they played tonight. I think they would have tried to get him going. Um, to the, again, and this is the, this is the, this is the, the thing of it is like, is it them getting him going? Or did Julius come out tonight and be like, I'm going to get myself going, you know? Because he sure as hell didn't come out in the first half of that Phoenix game with any kind of assertiveness. So like, you always got to ask these questions. As far as not much takeaway from games against bad teams, I... There is something to take away. Because since early December of last year, with maybe one or two exceptions. This team just has not lost against bad teams. And there is not another team in the league that you could say that about. They handle their business. Their approach on a nightly basis. Whoever you want to give the credit to. But their approach on a nightly basis, again, with some exceptions. Every team has... No one's batting a thousand. But their approach on a nightly basis is more consistently prepared and ready to win than any other team in the league. Doesn't mean they're going to win all the time, but their approach is. And I think there's something to be said about that, about the culture and about where the organization is right now, where the team is right now, where they're headed, all that stuff. So I think it matters. But I do get what you're saying. Like, you know, you can t- you can only take so much away against like the like individual performances, maybe. Right. 
I get that. Uh, Zip Davis. I love this team. KFS enhances the season so much. Thank you so much. I love when we get comments like that. Um, just being honest. I love when we get comments like that because it's just like that's that's the dream, right? That's why that's why we all do this to 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 be a part of your watching experience. Robert Cross with one. My God, Robert, you're gonna you're not gonna have any money left for Vegas. You're gonna have to go to the nickel slots. Are there penny slots in Vegas? Knowing you, you probably played penny slots anyway. Uh, Legend of GMAC. If the Knicks get to Vegas, shout out AG1. Drink. Can we do an emergency live stream? What is he asking now? I didn't even see the comment. Uh, of betting and sweating inside the sauna room at the Sands. Hashtag 53 wins. There are sauna rooms in Vegas? What happens at a, in a sauna room? I know what happened. I know what I know what a sauna is, but like that sounds like seedy. That sounds something illicit about that. Um, I'm not sure I want to see any of our betting and sweating crew with their shirts off and towels draped around their midsections. No offense to any of them. I'm Mark Chapman. Welcome to the Planet Premier League podcast. Each week, Cesc Fabregas, Nader Manua and myself talk all things Premier League. As a player, you don't have time to talk. No. You don't have time to make a plan. You just need to deal with wave after wave after wave. We watched Coach Carter and he said, oh, afterwards, the game's just about doing this for your teammates. And I remember looking around halfway through the film and half the squad was asleep. <laughs> Planet Premier League. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.